God, we love you. We thank you. We say thank you. In the sanctuary of the Most High God, we say thank you. We recognize that we are not all that we should be or could be, but we are covered with your blood. Have your way in our lives. Speak to us today and help us that we will trust you the more. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank God for our choirs today, both of them, our youth choir and mass choir, and for those beautiful dancers who danced so beautifully this morning. They are wonderful people of God who give thanks with their service to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Take a moment with me. It's already been read in your hearing. The three verses that were read verses 16 through 18 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Those three verses read, make up the command of Paul to the people of God. It's the triple command. I'm going to focus my energy on the third part of the command, but you need to hear the command. He says, rejoice always. That's verse 16. Verse 17 is just as simple as verse 16, pray without ceasing. And then verse 18 says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Kind of strange, rejoice always and close out with, in everything, give thanks. Ain't that the same? He's got those three things lined up. I want to talk for the next few moments about thanksgiving to remember. Thanksgiving to remember. I started this on Thanksgiving morning at the early service today. I want to talk again. Thanksgiving to remember. Threefold command given to them. Real simple. The command is rejoice always. Rejoice always. 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 I got some stuff that, that don't quite fit with the rejoicing model. Some things happen in my life that are not rejoiceable. I'll make up a few words for this sermon's over. There's some stuff that happens, maybe not to you, around me, that don't exactly excite me to rejoice. Maybe it doesn't happen at your house, just in mine. I got some things. I got some stuff I want to talk to God about. It just doesn't make me always want to rejoice. Commands first to rejoice always. Secondly, commands them to pray without ceasing. I can do pretty good with this because I always feel like I'm in a consecrated mood. Uh, play, play me some consecrated music over there, young man. Uh, some, give me some, give me some uh, sacred consecrated stuff. Anytime today, just some, some consecrated. Give me. I can keep some music around and. And, and have some consecrated music and try to keep my spirit going well. But then I'm driving and somebody cut me off. <laughs> or then I get to the grocery store about to get in my parking space and somebody take it before me. There's some folk that can make you lose your religion. And all of a sudden, your praying without ceasing gets to stopping. 
Because the consecrated music doesn't always help to bring you back into the... Okay. Let me, let me add some secular to my woo. What's up? And then he throws this thing in here. He says, in everything, give thanks. Now, it's clear to me, thank you very much, it's clear to me that he's thanking God in everything. Again, this is where the struggle for the believer comes in. And I know this Thanksgiving season, some of you are struggling with saying thank you, and some of you are struggling with praising God in the midst of this season. Well, some people forget that it's God's blessings upon their life, and so they like to thank themselves. Uh, no one does it better, no one can do it better than, I believe, Snoop Dogg, who was. <laughs> There's nobody like Snoop Dogg. And if you don't know who Snoop Doggy Dogg is, you need to have a cultural infusion. But Snoop just got his, uh, his star on the Walk of Fame this week. And there are some of the hip-hop artists that he grew up with. Pete Diddy and LL Cool J were all there to greet him. Pharrell Williams was there. Dr. Dre was there. Quincy Jones was there. Even Jimmy Kimmel was there. But Snoop's had one of those uh, acceptance speeches that only Snoop can have. <laughs> Snoop wanted to thank, <clears throat> here's the speech. I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. I want to thank me for never quitting. I'm not making this up. This is the speech. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. He said, I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for being me at all times. Snoop, you are bad mamma jamma. That's the edited version. It's something how, and I do believe Snoop is playing. I do believe he's going for humor. While I know he's going for humor, to the contrary, when the President of the United States was asked about his Thanksgiving and what he was thankful for, his response was that he had made a tremendous difference in our country. I don't think he was going for a joke there, a punchline. That was, that was his real gratefulness. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> a little twilight zone for you young people in case you don't get it. What's interesting to me this Thanksgiving weekend is the call to thanking God that really comes for this weekend, really this time frame. And what really caught my attention, and I pointed this out on Thanksgiving Day, was that if you really look back to the proclamation that brought Thanksgiving towards a national holiday that has now become, 
People have been celebrating Thanksgiving, all, not just here, but all over the world. It's celebrated in Canada on the second Monday in October. It's, 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 it's all over the world. People celebrate Thanksgiving. But, but, but the national holiday here, Abraham Lincoln writes this proclamation in 1863. And in 1863, he places a proclamation before the nation to collectively give God thanks. Now what's interesting about this proclamation is he looks at the nation, a nation in the middle of a civil war, a nation trying to tear its way away from slavery, and in the middle of a civil war, he says, we need to have thanksgiving. Wait, wait a minute, Mr. President. Is this really the time to have thanksgiving? while there's a war going on in your shores? Is this the time to have Thanksgiving while the North and the South are predisposed to killing each other? Is this really time to have Thanksgiving when people are dying on the battlefield? Is this really time to have, yes! I want us to stop. And I want us to celebrate. And thank our God for being God. I think Lincoln, and, and, and hold this thought with me for a moment, but, but I do think Lincoln is on to something because what Lincoln recognizes that you and I need to get through our heads is that we, number one, need to claim our trust. You have to claim your trust. Who do you believe in in the midst of your life experiences? What do you believe when life is crumbling around you? What are you going to hold on to when things go bad? How are you going to stand in the difficult periods? You, at some point in your life, have to claim what you're going to trust. Who are you going to call on? Please don't say Ghostbusters. No, no, at some point, I looked over there, you did that to me. At some point, at some point, you have to be able to claim what it is you believe. And what the apostle says, he said, look, I want you to pause a moment. I need you to recognize where is God in your life? Where is God in your life? Preach wise, thank you, I'm trying to. Where is God in your life? Where's God in your daily existence? He said, the reason I'm telling you to rejoice always, the reason I'm telling you to pray without ceasing, the reason I'm telling you in everything, give thanks. He said, because God needs to be with you in your daily life, in every situation, at all times. Claim your trust. God, I trust you. I'm depending upon you. Can't depend upon myself. Love my family, God. But there'll be times in the midnight hour when they can't be with me. There'll be times when I'm driving down the highway that they can pray for me, but they can't drive for me. There'll be times I go out with my friends. They can be concerned about me, but they can't protect me. And God, 
when I'm by myself never let me be alone let your angels be around me let your spirit be in me cover me and protect me I, I, he, he wants you to claim your trust claim, claim who it is you believe in I, I, let me do it this way at some point, you need to claim whose side you on. Somebody ought to know whose side you're on. Uh, the other day, LeBron returned to Cleveland, and uh, all of his former teammates were there. He's playing for the Lakers now. He returns to Cleveland, sees his former teammates. They greet each other warmly. They're happy to see each other. Some of them even do their old handshakes. Some of them even go ahead and pat each other. They, you all, you know we can really, we got about 15 different handshakes we can do. Poo poo, woo woo, poo! Yeah, we, we gonna do all that, you know. It's, it's a thing, it's a cultural thing. It's a thing, you know. Other folks don't understand. We got, you, you, you almost have to be ready when you see somebody sometimes. It's almost a workout to greet y'all. <laughs> got 15 different handshakes, just depending on who we're talking to. But anyway, they finish all the greetings. And uh, when they get through, the commentator says, yeah. He said, they're, they're happy to see each other. He said, but like Tristan Thomas said, Thompson said to me, when the game ball goes up in the air, is on. We friends, we boys, but when the ball goes up in the air, you on your team and I'm on my team and I need to claim the ground I'm standing on with my team. I thought I would tell y'all this. There's some people that can be in your life. You can love them. You can like them. You can even dab them down. But when it push comes to shove, you need to decide whose side you are on. Whose side you on? Okay, okay, okay. I, let, me, let me bring it back to my Lincoln idea here. Lincoln says, um, I need to have us thank God. L look at the proclamation. I just, just give me two moments to look at the proclamation. It, it, it really gets my, my attention. He, he says, the year is drawing, this is October 3rd, 1863. The year is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies to these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added which are of extraordinary by nature and they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful providence of almighty God. Okay, I know that's, that's archaic King's English, but let me help somebody here. What he says is, all this we have, God gave it to us. Okay, okay, so, so some of y'all self-made people, you didn't get that. But the rest of us who are here today, who recognize that your blessings did not come because of you, that God has been merciful to you, 
that he's been better to you than you've been to yourself. That he's opened doors for you, you couldn't open for yourself. He's made a way out of no way for you, you couldn't make for yourself. And if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, you don't know where you would be. But since God has been good, you're here today because God kept me. I'm alive today only because of his grace. Oh, he kept me. God kept me. And I wouldn't let go. Okay. Okay. I see I'm, I'm almost there. Thank you. I'm, I'm almost there. So let me, let me rush to my second idea here. He, he, he wanted to claim his trust, but he also wanted to cultivate his truth. So you need to know how to cultivate your truth. Now, this is, this is going to be helpful to somebody. I'm about to bless somebody right now. I'm getting ready to bless your bones. I'm going to bless your socks off. Here, here. Lincoln says second part of this speech, in the midst of a civil war of unequal magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and knaves of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow. Well, yeah, that, that sounds all ghouly cool. Let me, let me break it down for you. What he says is, in the midst of a civil war, other nations that might have been provoked to think this is the time to come take over the U.S., have not done so. So that what could have happened didn't happen. And instead of the economy collapsing, the economy has expanded. And instead of things getting worse, things are getting better. And yes, there is a battle going on, y'all. I said cultivate your truth. Let me, let me see if I can work with you now. Here's the trick of the enemy to make you think because one thing is bad in your life that it's all bad. I'm preaching to somebody right now. To make you believe that one accident, one issue has ruined the rest of your life. Tell us somebody next to you, the devil is a liar. Uh, you still ain't got this thing yet. What the enemy wants you to believe is that everything is going down. Yeah, I know you got some problems. I know you got some issues. I know there's some stuff going wrong. But what you need to do is to tell that devil that God is still good in the midst of it all. He has not left me. Come here, officer. Come here real quick. Run, run here. If you don't mind, grab one of those pillars. And, and do me a favor. Try to put, put that pillow in front of my face if you don't mind. Okay. Hold that right there. Just keep it right there. 
These here are my blessings. These here are my blessings. These here are my blessings. Why do I keep standing right here? These here are my blessings. 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 Why do I keep standing here? What I need to realize is I need to look around and see just how good God has been to me that no weapon formed against me can prosper and that God is blessing me. Thank you, man. Oh, shut up, Okosa. Okay. That's why sometimes you got to look back over your life and take the stuff that God has been blessing you with, re-examine just how blessed you are, and start giving God a praise. You ought to be dancing right now and saying, Thank God! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm going to my seat. I'm going to my seat. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Come on, one, one, one more time. One more time. See? Here, I got to get this. I can decide. I can decide whether or not I'm going to be happy. Whether or not I'm going to be grateful for what God's done. I make a decision. I can choose my thanks. Okay, last point, choose your thanks. Okay, wait a minute, Rebel. He says, in everything, he says, give him thanks. In everything. Wait a minute, in everything? In everything, give him thanks. In everything. And then he says, you're going to recognize because it's the will of God concerning you. Okay, wait a minute, hold on. So some stuff I go through that I'm fighting going through may be the stuff God's going to use to push me into my blessing. See, what Paul is banking on was the Jewish community would recognize the story of Joseph in Genesis chapter 50. What he's banking on is they would recognize that story because in Genesis 50, it comes up that Joseph's brothers had sold him into slavery. They first put him in the pit. They took him out of the pit and sold him into slavery into Potiphar's house. And from Potiphar's house, he went into the prison. But God never intended him to be in the prison. God put him in the palace. And what God ended up doing is that when everything fell down over where his people were, God had already positioned Joseph to save the life of his family. Look at somebody next say, neighbor, I've been through some stuff so that I could be a blessing. They meant it for evil, but God took it for my good. I'm blessed. You gotta choose to thank him. 
You've got to choose to accept what God allows. You've got to choose to go ahead and say, God, I praise you anyhow. Hallelujah. 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 Anyhow. Go ahead and give God a praise.